This Clean Harbors 175 edition of the NASCAR Gambling Podcast here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by our Patreon. Score exclusive perks, content, and contests, including our NFL win totals contest with a $1,000 prize. Join today at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. We're also brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app to get last-minute tickets at the lowest price guaranteed. Use promo code SGPN for $20 off. We're also brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app now and use code DGEN. New customers can score $200 in bonus bets instantly when you bet just $5 on any college football bet. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code DGEN. Drivers, start your engine! Wrap in and pull those belts up tight as the Sports Gambling Podcast Network presents the NASCAR Gambling Podcast. I'll wreck my mom to win a championship. I'll wreck your mom to win a championship. With all the news and the best bets for your NASCAR weekend. It refrains me from not beating the out of you right now because you ask me stupid questions but since i'm on probation i suppose that that's uh, improper to say as well if you could talk about racing things we could talk about racing things. now here are your hosts rod via gomez and cody zeeb The trucks are going to be in the spotlight on Sunday. It is the Clean Harbors 175. It is the NASCAR Gambling Podcast here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. He's still Cody Zeeb. I'm still Rod Gomez, hunkered down in this bunker, bringing you all the betting content that you could possibly hope for on this beautiful NASCAR weekend. Cody, this should tell everybody how dedicated to the cause I am. Uh, still away on business, still obviously in the same clothes because I slept in them and I woke up the next day in them. I, whatever whatever magic you need to believe is happening in this, uh, just know that uh, you know we're, we're here for you through it all. Absolutely. Just happy you're here with me, Rod. This is, this is fun. I like, you, you don't want to do this all the time. Once a season is perfect, Xfinity moves to Friday night. They get the Friday night under the lights. The Cup Series ends the regular season at Daytona. Xfinity's at Daytona too, but on Saturday night, then Sunday we turn the page. We get a little IndyCar. We get the trucks on the Magic Mile or the Milwaukee Mile, whatever the hell mile it is, back at the Milwaukee Mile for the first time in a while. This is exciting. Trucks get the Sunday spotlight this week. Everything else settled in the chaos of Daytona. This should be the, the race that uh, we don't have to give the disclaimer of go extra light. This should hopefully be a more normal race. Easier to predict. I feel like we've got a pretty good card lined up. I have to say it was easier to find bets this week than it has been a lot of weeks. Um, we talked about it right before the show. Sometimes we leave that last column blank and, and cut back one on the truck series just because the options are limited sometimes and didn't have to do that this week because... It's pretty easy to find a lot of good stuff out there. Got some, you know, carry a little carryover from Daytona. Found some good longer shots I liked. Had to throw them out there, but uh, some good bets. I think it's going to be going to be a good week for the trucks as they continue their uh, dive into the first round of the playoffs. 
Obviously, Ty Majeski locked into the next round. Somebody else locked themselves into the next round, or uh, who knows how it's going to go. Yeah, and that's the thing, too. We're full-on playoff racing now for the Truck Series. As you talked about, it's a staggered start for these playoffs, right? I mean, there's obviously uh, the Cup Series, their last race before. Xfinity, not so much, but the trucks are already headlong into their playoffs. So, yeah, plus you talked about it, too. This is a racetrack that the last time they were on this track, Cody, was in 2009. I want to find drivers in this field other than Ben Rhodes, other than Matt Crafton, who are even alive in 2009, let alone old enough to drive anything more than a power wheels sort of get up uh, on that. It's, it's, it, I mean, it's definitely tough. Ron Hornaday Jr. was the last person to win a race on this. Johnny Benson Jr. Right? Johnny Benson Jr. won the three prior to that. So these, these are not names that you know you, you rock your kid to bed with. And I'm sure a lot of these guys know the, know their history, but a lot of these guys weren't even born when this stuff was going on. Yeah, absolutely. It's great coming back to track. It's been a long time since they've been on. Always fun to see that. Obviously, we've got no past track history to go on. Found a couple of tracks that are somewhat comparable. A little, little bit of stretches for sure. There's nothing exactly like this one, which is always fun to go to. Something that's a little different than everything else you've been to. But yeah, I'm excited for this one. Uh, should be a pretty good one. There is. Oh, excuse me. There is 37 entries uh, for 36 spots. Of course, no truck series or no cup series guys allowed at this one. William Sawalich is back in the number one truck. Derek Krause going to be making a, a return to the truck series. He's going to be in the seven Spire truck. Um, Bailey Curry's in the back in the 41. Matt Mills is back in the 51. Tyler Hill in the 56. Uh, and uh, Jones, what is his? Connor, Connor Jones. Back in the '66, the extra Thor Sport entry. So yeah, should be uh, should be a pretty fun field. And uh, again, mostly just Truck Series regulars and and guys we're used to seeing on a on a race to race basis with the Truck Series. Yeah, like Cody said, this is a 1.015 mile paved track. So and it's it's only nine degree banked. So it's again sort of a flatter track. It's not necessarily uh, and and trucks don't don't run on these types of tracks normally. It's it's usually a mile and a half. It's usually um, you know, uh, some road, obviously the super speedways, but yeah, they don't normally run on mile flat tracks. Like we see, uh, the cup series or the Xfinity guys do. So this is a definitely a different discipline for these guys. There's like you said, there's no track history on these guys. It's, it's just a, they're going to go out, they're going to do this and we're going to try to handicap this the best way we can. They're running 175 miles around this for a 177 mile race. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it, it's a, it's a historic track. That obviously expanded or a cup series or rather the truck series rather. Whew, man, let's get this. Uh, the truck series has not made this start on in a while. So this should be very interesting to see, especially with a lot of these guys that are, that are, you know, this is their, they're fighting for their, their next round of the playoffs or fighting to get into the, the next round. So yeah, that we're definitely in for a show. I'm very much looking forward to it. It is Sunday night. Like you said, just a lot to be excited for as far as this race is concerned. Yeah, it's going to be great. couple quick things on this track, the Milwaukee Mile. Rod, they broke ground on this track September 29th of 1899, wow. 123 years ago. The track opened in September 11th of 1903, 119 years ago. It's the oldest operating motor speedway in the world. The Milwaukee Mile has hosted at least one auto race every year from 1903 through 2015 
except during uh, the U.S.'s involvement in World War II. Um, the track has held sanctioned bodies from AAA, USAC, NASCAR, CART, Champ Car, IndyCar. Everybody's been here. AJ Foyt, Al Unser, Bobby Unser, Mario Andretti. Uh, the Allisons have raced here. Dario Franchitti has raced here. Earnhardt Jr., Jeff Gordon. All of these big-name drivers have been on this track. Great to see it come back. 1899 they broke ground on the surface. Absolutely wow. insane. Love, love, love to see them coming back. Yeah, and again, it's exciting to come back to a place that they haven't been to in a very long time. Obviously, we talked about North Wilkesboro earlier in the season, right? This is another track that they resurrected and and managed to run a, a race on, and a very good race at that. So I'm hoping that we see exactly the same thing, although I will say that it is a daring strategy to bring it back right in the middle of the playoffs. So I'm wondering if that is something that uh, these drivers are excited about or a little bit pissed about. It's a nice little twist. I like it. Something completely different again. Now, I think you said Rhodes and, and Crafton have raced before, but that was even so long ago, 12, was 14 seasons ago. So, uh, yeah, it's not not guys that, that have really you know been on here anything that's going to give them an advantage. Uh, so I think that's that's pretty cool. Nice little wrinkle to throw in the playoffs. And, again, NASCAR has done such a great job of incorporating some of these old tracks, these, these resurrected tracks, back onto the schedule, and, and it's great to see. No, I, I said Rhodes and uh, Crafton were old enough to remember the people oh, that raced right. on this track. They didn't necessarily race no, on this track. I was going to say, Crafton would have because Crafton's been in the seat. Well, yeah, no, I would guess I, I would guess Crafton was it. In 2009? Yeah, these guys, he, none of these guys have really had Matt experience Crafton, on this track. Matt Crafton's been in the series for a long time. I'll fact check that while I'm, we're I'm going. I'm going to look into I, it while we, while we go to break. Okay, well, we'll do that. Let's uh, first tell you now as we, as Cody fact checks me, let's tell you about game time. Look, if you are somebody who loves to procrastinate buying tickets, I am one of those guys. Listen, I am one of you. I cannot, for the life of me, buy tickets when I'm wanting to buy them right away. Either I don't know whether or not I'm going to be able to make it, or if just for whatever reason, I'm just like, oh, yeah, I'll buy those tomorrow. And then all of a sudden, tomorrow turns in next month. And I'm like, oh, I never bought those tickets. Then I'm stressing out that I'm not even going to make this at all. Right? Well, that's what game time is for. Game time is to help you to stop stressing about that. And they're going to give you the best deals and flash deals even on last minute ticket sales. You're going to want to load up with your game time app because again, if you're like me and you just wait around for those perfect tickets or the, to figure out if you can go in the first place, you don't have to keep doing that for whatever it is, not just sports, but music, comedy, theater, whatever it is near you. Game time is finding those tickets for you. Plus, they're giving you the great deals. They're giving you the flash deals on the last-minute ticket sales. Every kind of event that you want, it's definitely easy to do. Plus, what I love about it even more, right? Not only do I get a chance to get a great deal on it, but I get to see what the view is from the seat that I purchased. So that's even better for me. Now I even know what I'm going to get into when I go sit into that seat. I'm going to say, oh, yeah, I know exactly what that looks like because Game Time gave me an image right from where I'm sitting. You get the lowest prices guaranteed. You also get event cancellation protection just in case somebody gets a bad voice or sick or can't perform and they cancel the show. You get protection against that. Plus job loss protection. Ah, it's just so safe to buy tickets with game time. You're going to feel every bit of that. So find all the best uh, prices for these last minute ticket deals. Forget all of this planning ahead of time. Just buy them when you feel like you want to buy them. 
Snag the tickets you want without the stress of game time. Download the game time app, create an account, use code SGPN for $20 off of your first purchase. Terms apply again. Create an account, redeem the code SGPN for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. August is almost over. You know what that means. Time's running out for you to draft your fantasy football team on underdog fantasy. You're probably going to end up drafting with Cody. It's just statistically in the cards. Dude's got 16 tabs open right now. 20 of those are underdog fantasy drafts. So get in on it now. Get yourself championship ready for your home league. By try- I'm not good at math. By trying out best ball on underdog fantasy. All you do, one live stake draft. No waivers, no trades. <laughs> you set it, you forget it. Underdog does the rest. They do math for you. I don't. You're, thank you. You're welcome. Uh, try it out with Underdog's Best Ball Mania Tournament. Largest fantasy football contest of all times. $15 million of total prizes up for grabs, including an absurd $3 million going to the winner. You have what it takes to win it all? Of course you do. Time is now. Last day to draft your fantasy football team is September 7th. Visit underdogfantasy.com or find them in the App Store and sign up with promo code SGPN. Get your first deposit doubled up to $100. That's underdogfantasy.com, promo code SGPN. Concerned with the gameplay? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, Ron. All right. I know there's some news and stuff to get to, right? Quick quick history lesson first. What what year do you think Matt Crafton started his first truck series race? Oh my God! Um, we're in 2023 now, so you already—I've already established I'm not good at math. What the hell are you give me a math problem for? Um, if you carry the six and multiply that by four, I'm going to say 2011. 2000. Rod was his first career start in the truck what? series. 2000. He has 533 truck series races over 24 years. I told you he's God. been around for a long time which means he was in the last race in 2009 in the number 88 for sport uh, Chevrolet at the time, actually, um, but finished in 16th. I'm pretty sure he was sponsored by Menards all the way back then. They've been with him a long time. Finished in the 16th place. He started second, actually, here. Uh, I wanted to go through this list real quick because some freaking legendary names on here. Ron Hornaday Jr., if you don't know who he is, he's the truck series GOAT. Dennis Setzer. Uh, Brian Scott, Todd Bodine, The Onion, the 2012 Truck Series champion, James Busher. You might know something about his cousin, Chris. Uh, pretty good uh, Cup Series driver these days. Uh, Stacy Compton was in this one. David Starr was the number 24 truck. Uh, some guy named Ryan Sieg was driving the 39 truck in this race. Johnny Sauter. In the 13 truck, Crafton finished uh, 16th in the 88 truck. Timothy Peters, Mike Skinner, Eric Almarola was in this race. Ricky Carmichael was in this race. Norm Benning, Mike Harmon, TJ Bell, Jason Leffler, rest in peace. Man, what a what a field. Going back and looking through. That's why I am going to get, my wife is going to absolutely hate this NASCAR Classics website because I'm going to go back and watch some of these races. All these names I grew up watching and stuff. Oh, it's going to be freaking incredible. So let me go. Let me go back. And this would probably tells you this. This may tip my hand that I don't have any sort of Matt Crafton bets on this track, which I now in hindsight, I feel like I should. Uh, I didn't even research Matt Crafton because I was like, eh, I don't necessarily all that thrilled about him. Uh, <laughs> but you go back to Matt Crafton on this track in particular. Uh, he does have 
what is it, uh, nine total starts, right? He started in 2001 overall. Uh, he was in the Thor Sports truck. So, I mean, it's, it's, he's been in Thor Sport the whole time. He's been and in the, all the but, Menards 88 truck for a long time. <laughs> this is true. This is true. And this is where we're going with this, right? So, all but one of those races, he was in the 88. The 2004 race, he was in the six Good Wrench truck uh, that Kevin Harvick owned. That was the only race in which he was not in a Thor Sport 88, right? Crazy. But I will tell you that his first sponsors in this was. Fast track deal, uh, fast track driveway sealer. That was his first sponsor. Uh, his second sponsor was Color Pave slash Menards, and then his third was Menards slash Enzyme Solution, and then of course Menards. Menards ever since. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Energizer, John's, yeah. John's Manville, Super Clean, uh, McGuire Nichols slash Menards. So yeah, he's been with Menards a very long time. He's been with Thorsport a long time, and this 2009 race I was looking at Chevrolet. We know just recently they've gone from Ford to Toyota, back to Ford. I mean, they have been all over the place. Speaking of changes in the truck series, big, big news announced on Wednesday. GMS Racing, of course, they're in alliance. You know, Maury Gallagher owns that team. Also, part owns Legacy Motor Club, it's now called. Legacy Motor Club announced earlier this season. Switching from Chevrolet to Toyota. That left a big question in the truck series camp with the gms team what's going to happen to them are they going to switch already a lot of toyota teams not many chevrolet teams at all in the truck series they've announced on wednesday they're going to close their doors they will cease operation um and toyota's already got enough truck teams chevrolet though just doesn't care about the truck series i guess i mean kbm maybe kbm will add some more trucks maybe chevy moves that funding over and kbm goes back to four trucks i don't know but uh, Grant Enfinger's ride is going away. That 23, that's very good. He's in the playoffs. He's got multiple wins. Daniel Dye, an up-and-coming driver. He struggled. Raja Karuth, a huge name that's up-and-coming. Um, yeah, so they're just going to be gone. No longer no longer around. So that's very interesting, very unfortunate. Uh, it's a fairly decent three. You know, they field three trucks. At points have run four trucks. Um, so, yeah, sad to see them go. Sad to see. The Chevy camp losing some rides, so hopefully somebody comes in and kind of fills that void with another bigger team, and that's, you know, the the dominoes are going to fall because Grant Enfinger deserves a ride somewhere, so where does he go? Roger Carruth, you know, is going to get a ride. He's an up-and-coming driver with a lot of opportunity. He's definitely going to get a ride. Daniel Dye, I mean, you know, <laughs> we'll see. We'll see what happens with him, right? He's, he's kind of the, the odd man out, but, uh, yeah, it's going to be real interesting to... Uh, to see what the the fallout from this is, but but Cody, what are the announcers going to do when they can't go to Daniel Dye's dash cam? That's that's the only thing they ever talk about they, during a. <laughs> they just love that uh, that dash cam, don't they? They really do. They always all right. Something just happened. Where's Daniel Dye's dash cam? It's got something's got to be showing on that one. So he's always yeah. right in the middle of the act. That's why they have it because he's always right there. Fun fact on him too. He's the cousin of uh, Kansas City Royals' Josh Die. So, uh, actually, he plays for the Texans now. It looks like he got traded recently. So, there you go. <laughs> mm. Well, and so, when you, you talk about just the, the driver shift, I mean, we, we knew that was coming. We were just waiting for the other shoe to drop on that one because, obviously, the dominoes had to fall in, in some order. But, I, I, again, I, I don't know what it is about Chevy. They they love the other two series so much, obviously. JRM is pretty huge in Xfinity, just, right? Yeah, we talked about it yesterday in the Xfinity series. Like, 
We placed Toyota, top Toyota and top Ford bets because there's only a handful of each. It's dominated with Chevy. And the Cup Series is loaded with Chevy. I, I guess they don't want to sell Silverados anymore. I don't know, Rob. <laughs> Uh, maybe Silverado sales are saying they're doing well. My guess would be that Chevrolet shifts that money over to KBM and you see an extra tr- KBM truck or two would be. Uh, my guess would be that's the next silly season domino to fall from this. Maybe Grant Enfinger goes over there. He's got longtime partners. I mean, he's a guy. I'm almost surprised he wasn't in this race in 2009 because he's been in the series a long time. Uh, I think that'd be a really good fit for him. You add a third full-time car over there. Um, so yeah, I think that, that some things will shake out from this, but definitely, uh, sad to see a big team like that. Just, you know, evaporate into the wind, I guess. I feel like the writing was on the wall anyways, like we talked about with legacy moving to Toyota and, and they knew they needed to do that in order to compete a little more in the cup series. So and maybe they'll what? focus on the, I mean, we've seen it when teams, you know, colleague, when they expanded, they lost their focus on the, the Xfinity series. The cup didn't go as well. It turned into two sort of struggling teams instead of one really good team. Maybe that, I mean, they, Legacy and GMS were kind of separate, but maybe it shifts it over. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, we'll, de- we'll definitely see. And and again, it's not like it's going to severely impact the the series. I think, obviously, a move like this definitely makes noise, but I don't think it's going to necessarily crush anything. They'll no. they'll find, life will find a way for the teams, truck series. Teams come, big teams come, big teams go how it works and uh, yep another another chapter closed and a new one will open i'm sure indeed uh all right well that doesn't affect this race well i don't know maybe it will maybe it won't who knows uh i i don't think it will very much but uh we need to talk about DraftKings. yes we do you've waited all year time's finally arrived college football is back and so are the traditions the tailgates the great offers from DraftKings sportsbook right now New customers can score $200 in bonus bets right this second instantly. Yes, when you bet just $5 on any college football bet. We'll keep talking about it because it is going to be week zero. And it is, of course, the first game. It is Navy. It is Notre Dame. It's going to be played on foreign soil. So it's pretty big in and of its own right. But there's odds out right now for that. I know Notre Dame's gigantic favorites right now, but you can find a way to work a line that you like on there. DraftKings gives you a lot of flexibility in order to build the lines that you want. So do that. Find a line that you're comfortable with the betting. Take it all going now with DraftKings Sportsbook and kick off the season with DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app now. Use that code DGEN. New customers can score $200 in bonus bets instantly when you bet just $5 on any college football bet. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code DGEN. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbooks.draftkings.com slash football terms. Make sure you check out our Patreon. You can sign up now for that Patreon. Get exclusive access to all of our contests, including the NFL win totals contest with a $1,000 first place prize. Plus, Sean and Ryan just recorded their first sports gambling podcast, stories podcast, rather, just for you patrons by chronicling the birth of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. You ever wanted to know when one host loves another host, they get together, and that is how the Sports Gambling Podcast was formed. I'm going to get fired for that. Don't care. It's even a Discord channel just for you patrons. (laughs) 
Sports Gambling Podcast always has, always will give out all of their picks for free. All that Patreon is doing, besides making you probably sleep a lot less at night thinking about how they were born, is give you a great way to support the network and fight back against corporate gambling, which is what we are all about. Find it now at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. Cody, it was great working with you. Uh, I will tender my resignation <laughs> shortly. <laughs> and a deep, long drive to right field. Home run, Castellanos. <laughs> oh, man. No. I, you know what? I wonder if people would pay for, like, bedtime stories from us. We already yes. talked about the, the good night moon. Or wait, what was it last, uh, last time? Um, oh, watch out, moon. Watch was, out for the moon. Long, long time ago, Rod. I don't remember. <laughs> That was we, a Daytona. We did, yeah, we didn't film that film that episode an hour ago, so I'm not sure. <laughs> ah. Ooh, did we though? I don't oh, know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, do we have anything else to cover before we start diving in the bets, or should we just start getting in the? I cards think it's field? time to lay some bets, Rod. Let's do it. Okay, so we're uh, we're back at a more normal quote unquote track, right? Of course, we talked about that. So hopefully, things will be a little more predictable. I'm going to go to a guy who's been predictable lately. He's been winning us a lot of money, Mr. Carson Hosovar. The rumors are flying. The Cup Series ride might be coming soon. Austin Hill not taking a Cup Series ride. Might open up a ride for uh, Mr. Carson Hosovar. But I think that he is going to continue to do good. The two most the two tracks that I'm going to rely on a little bit, I'm, I'm not going to lean completely into them because they're not exact replicas. Uh, Nashville and Gateway, both are flatter tracks. They're both a little bit bigger, um, but they're uh, the most comparable that you could probably find. Uh, if you want to go the other way, like Martinsville, but you're getting too short there, I think. So it is smaller for sure, but I think these are the tracks that are most close comparisons. So the ones I'm going to reference the most, Host of our one at Nashville, finished fourth at Gateway, both solid finishes. The last six oval tracks, Rod, taking out the road course, taking out the tricky triangle at Pocono. Six true ovals. Fourth place or better at six in a row for Carson Hosovar. He's on a streak. He's a completely different guy. We've talked about it. We've witnessed it. He's going to keep it up. A top three plus 100. I love for Hosovar this week. And obviously, just looking at the sheet, we have a lot more to talk about Hosovar. I absolutely agree with you on this one. I'll make a further case. Uh, in fact, you know what? Let me make that case now. Um, and, and I'll go ahead and make that as Carson Hosovar as the top Chevy in this race. Again, you talked about the fact that he's just on a roll and, and honestly, the guy is feeling so good about the way he's driving lately. And, um, you know, I know that we talk about the 41 truck and, and especially Ross Chastain's contribution in the, in the Nice 41 truck, but it's just a complete and total difference night and day between Carson Hosovar and that 42 truck, right? I mean, obviously you talked about it. The guy's got three wins on the season already. He's uh top four last week at IRP, um, several fourth place finishes already. Like he has been the more dominant of these. And, and, and of course we talked about it too, with the Chevy, not necessarily being all that bought in on the truck series, right? Ford obviously is the dominant one in this. Now, was Hosovar the top Chevy in the last race he was in? No, uh, that was Ekis and Lane Riggs. But um, I will say that for uh, Carson Hosovar, he was obviously the top Chevy at Richmond, right? He was obviously the top Chevy at Nashville. Um, and you talked about his, his performance at Gateway, that fourth place at Gateway, which, you know, for Carson Hosovar, 
he was in the middle of a pretty good tear at that point as well. He wasn't the top Chevy there. Uh, unfortunately, Grant Enfinger and Christian Eckes came in, in first place there and second place there. But he has the capability of doing this each and every week. Obviously, he's got the capability of winning every week, which means, um, and then, of course, full disclosure, I got to the dock lane again, which means I did not get to back you on, a, on an outright. Uh, so I think Carson Hosevar will be the top Chevy and then dot, dot, dot. We'll get to the rest later. But I, I definitely think... Host of our top Chevy at plus 110. There's a little bit of value in that one, especially paired with this top three. I let you beat me to the Cup Series document this week, Rod. So that was all you got. <laughs> so yeah, I got you. I got you on one freebie and, and trucks. So um, you like betting on Carson Hosovar, Rod? Okay. Let's keep betting again. on Carson Hosovar. Carson Hosovar over Zane Smith, minus 120 over on Caesars. Zane Smith actually finished second at Nashville. Still didn't beat. Uh, Carson Hosovar there because Hosovar won and he finished 20 at the gateway. He struggled there. The last six true ovals, Rod, I told you about streak that Hosovar has been on. Smith actually has two second place finishes in there. He is still 0 for 6 against Carson Hosovar. Zane Smith is going to have an issue this race, Rod. Is that issue going to be they have to change something after qualifying? Is it going to be speeding? Is it going to be a pit rule crew member over? Is it going to be something leaving the pit box? Is it going to be he slipped on a banana peel? Is it going to be he forgot to tie his shoes? It doesn't. It's going to be something every week. The story is Zane Smith to the back. Look at him coming through the field. Here he is. Zane Smith to the back. Look at him coming through the field. Zane Smith to the back. Look at how he's flying through. The guy's never up front anymore because he's always coming through the field. If I can't rely on you to be up front, uh, then I'm not going to bet you to finish up front. And even if he does finish up front, He's going to finish behind Carson Hosovar. Six for six on ovals in a row. And the two comparable tracks, he's beaten by both of them. Uh, Zane Smith, is, he's fallen off lately, Rod. It's, it's crazy to say because he's got some good finishes here lately, but it's not been what Zane Smith was before. And Hosovar has taken that next step. He's going to continue to take it. He's going to beat Zane Smith this week. It's minus 120. I don't care. I'll lay it because you only pay the juice if you lose. And you're not losing on this one. You know what's funny about guys like Zane Smith, and then and we talk a lot about these oh, guys Zane that uh, to the rear again. Sorry, just uh, <laughs> keep going. <laughs> Already, Jesus Christ, this guy he makes quick work of going to the back. But no, we talk about these guys that are you know they they're they we say they're disappointing. They they have like these top ten finishes, and we're always like, oh, it's such a disappointing. But that's because they set the bar so high for themselves that a 10th place finish, even a finish outside of the top five a lot of times, is a disappointment because they're so used to winning. They're so used to being in the top three that it's it's just not, you know, and when we say, oh, it's been disappointing for Zane Smith, and you're like, yeah, but he's had this many, like, top 10 finishes, and you're like, yeah, but it's Zane Smith. Like, the dude is on pace to be the champion of this, this series. You expect more out of him week after week. Yeah, exactly. So. Uh, all right, I will start my uh, next bet with a random guy that I'm going to toss out that basically I'm just really hoping for a good day out of him, and that's uh, William Swalich. He is at plus 350 for a top five. Top five odds, mind you, we've said in the Discord too, um, that they're not really all that great. Like There's, there's a lot of not great odds ar around the books these last uh, three races here, but um, William Swalich, top five car, or top five truck, rather. And and in that one truck, we've seen something out of that one truck, especially with Sawalich behind it. Three 
races that he's been in out of the four this season have been top 10 finishes. I'll throw out the mid-Ohio finish. He finished 27th in that one, but again, that's a road course. That's not an oval. That's not a mile. It's literally just a road course. So uh, I know IRP was a sixth. That's a road course too. So I I, I won't throw it out, but I'll also say that no, he's running. IRP is a oval. Oh, I'm sorry. It's it is the oval. Remember they, sixth they place ran the oval in the last oval. <laughs> They did run the oval. Jesus Christ. Uh, yes, so they did run the oval, and he finished sixth place in that race. So that's one spot outside of the top five. Ninth place at Martinsville, uh, which is a shorter track, right? So, um, again, another opportunity for him to be able to, to run inside the top ten. Um, and, and what's more impressive, too, is that he's had two starts inside the top ten as well. Richmond, he started third place. Uh, so he's, he's had speed in that one truck. It's, it's kind of crazy to think. Um, but he's actually been able to, to do well in this truck. He's a young kid, right? He's 16 years old, still getting his feet wet. Um, but he's not scared. He's not scared of the situation. And at plus 350 for a top five finish out of, uh, Sawalich, I'm okay with taking that risk because I feel like, you know, what we saw out of him, especially last week, um, he's up to the task. He's up to the challenge and he's not scared. Like I said, of anybody. So William Sawalich, the kid, give him top five finished on this track at plus 350. He's, he's gone toe-to-toe and hung with some pretty tough trucks. Yeah, I love it. I will say, so the top of the top five odds are horrible for the guys you kind of expect, the hosts of ours, the Majeskis, the, uh, the Corey Himes. They're really bad for them. But I found one that's up there that I like, and then the long shots are where it's at. Sawalich being the first one. I've got a couple of long shots coming up. But a guy towards the top that I really like, Grant Enfinger, top five, plus 125. Made a long post on social media earlier. Tough day at the shop. He's learned so much. He loves this team. He loves these guys. I think that's going to be a good sign for Enfinger to show up this week. The guy just pops up so randomly, it seems like, has these good races. He's going to have that motivation. Guess what, Rod? He won Gateway. He led 65 laps there. One of the comparable tracks I talked about earlier. He's 13th at Nashville and the other one. He's got six top five finishes this season. We know he can get it done. Plus 125, I think it's worth a shot. And uh, spoiler alert, not the only time I'm going to talk about Grant Enfinger this evening. Yeah, and again, full disclosure, Cody beat me to the dock one more time. I did steal uh, your guy there. He's not, Enfinger, not a guy I typically bet on very often. There's just... Certain guys, and he's a guy you bring up a lot, so maybe I just don't touch him as often, but I'm really feeling the Grand Endfinger thing this week. And uh, actually, to be completely honest with you, I filled these bets out on Tuesday evening before the news had even come out of the GMS thing, but that kind of just makes my point even more stronger. I think that that lights a fire under a other guy like that that knows how to handle it. Maybe from the Carruth, the die, you get kind of the panic. Oh, shit, my ride's gone. What's going to happen? And Finger's a veteran. He's been around. He's made the changes. And, and I think he kind of rallies around news like that. Yeah. And again, that's it's the whole Grant and Finger thing. I, I would I would have picked him, I think, to win this race. But I don't know that I was going that heavy on him uh, to win this. I know you have him down there, which is why I was, I was staying away from it. But, um, you know, it, it's just one of those things where for him, it's always it's always something. It's always you know, he just tends to find his way somewhere that, that you don't want him to. So, um, yeah, I definitely like that as well. 
Um, all right. So for my next one, I'm going to tell you right now, I was taking one end of this and I, I changed my mind in the middle of this. So um, I was going to take uh, and did they take the truck bets or the truck odds down? I'm Which not book? seeing any on uh, Caesars. On... Yeah, All right. Well, whatever. I'll roll with this one anyways. I don't care. It's the plus money side of it. You want you want to know the other side though? Oh, it's minus 140 on the other side. Yeah, that's why I didn't take it. That's uh, why, that's I, why I like it. this better. <laughs> so okay, I'm not going to change my mind. I'm just going to do this anyways. Uh, I, I have that uh, that right to change my mind if I want to, but I'm not going to. Uh, I'm going to take Nick Sanchez over Ben Rhodes. I like the plus money side of this. This matchup is actually going to be very close, and and it's not necessarily because I think uh, uh, that one's going to stomp the other. I just think that uh, quite possibly Sanchez has just a little bit more edge right now and wants to to come out and do better. And now Ben Rhodes, obviously, he's driving for his championship rights. But um, I, I think in this race, we look back at Gateway, uh, and, and it was Nick Sanchez. He finished eighth, but Ben Rhodes uh, ended up finishing seventh in that. So one above them. So like I said, this is going to be a close one. But I think I like the plus money. If it's going to be close... I don't know what it is about Ben lately. He finished uh, 16th last week, right, at the Oval at IRP. He finished 12th at Richmond. He had a pretty good string between Charlotte and Pocono where he had a first-place finish, obviously, at Charlotte, 7th at, at Gateway, 9th at Nashville, 5th at Mid-Ohio, 9th at Pocono. Um, but, you know, you go back to that Oval, right, that that one Oval that was 16th last week. He just didn't look like he was all in on that. When he started 21st, he finished 16th. I don't know if it was the, the moment was too big for him, but um, Nick Sanchez ended up finishing in 11th. But what I like about Nick Sanchez, too, is that he got two poles in the last few races, right? He started on the pole in Nashville, started on the pole in Pocono. He turned that pole in Nashville into a third-place finish and then, uh, unfortunately, didn't get to, to have a good finish at Pocono. He finished 19th. But, um, you know, Nick Sanchez, he's, he just pops up every once in a while and has a good finish for you. I think he's going to do that here. This is a new track, a new situation, and uh, I think he's going to take advantage of that. And I think at plus money, right, at plus 110, if this is going to be a close matchup, a coin flip matchup, I'll take the plus money side of it. Yeah, uh, this is going to be a tough one. It is going to be close. Uh, ben Rhodes, despite us thinking he's super old, is only 26, really not that old. So he would have been 12 last time they raced here. Was not entered into the, the race. His, uh, his fake birth certificate did not go through. Uh, just kidding. But uh, I, I think that a way to maybe hedge out on this, which I kind of actually like, if you're going to take the Sanchez side of things on the head to head, I like Ben Rhodes for a top three. Not because I necessarily am just like so convinced he's going to be a top three driver, but I'm convinced that he has the ability to be a top three driver. And at six to one, I think the odds are, are very good for him to get up there. He finished seventh at Gateway. I'm in ninth at Nashville, so not great runs, but not bad runs at all either. He was up there in the mix. He's a guy, they've got some mistakes they're still trying to overcome, but we've seen it. He'll jump up the week after, or the week we did talk shit about him. He comes up, he wins the race, right? Just kind of out of nowhere. He's got that ability to jump up and, and just have good showings. We know he's one of the top guys. We've seen it be Majeski lately, kind of carrying the torch for Thor Sport. But Ben Rhodes is always right there, right behind Majeski, uh, and it seems like something happens type of guy though that can put himself in position maybe they take a gamble he gets a top three here at six to one i think it's worth it i also think that Stuart freezing at six to one is worth a gamble at the top 
five here. It's been a rough season for Stuart Friesen. I know this. Um, it's been he missed the playoffs. They, they've had a rough season overall. But you go back and you look at him on comparable tracks. Third place at Gateway. That's inside the top three last time I checked. He led 10 laps that day. Um, he finished second at Darlington, which isn't – it's much less comparable, but some comparisons could be made. Um, but he's got a fourth-place finish at Kansas. He's got a third-place finish at Texas. So he's got some good finishes on the season, not as many as we're accustomed to seeing. You go back to last year, though, on the comparable tracks. Fourth place at Gateway, fifth place at Nashville. This might be the type of track that falls into his his good feeling and where he's comfortable at, where he's good at. Maybe Stuart Friesen pops up and has himself a day. Sure, they're eliminated from the playoffs, but he's not just going to pack it up and go home. This guy's a racer. He's going to be racing. His wife's going to be racing all week on dirt tracks. They're going to go Sunday, jump in the truck, and then probably Monday night he's back in a modified somewhere racing on dirt again. This guy lives and breathes racing. I think he could get a top three this week. So I think you play both of these guys' top three finishes. Or rather, actually, I can't even read my own stuff in the document here. The freezing bet is a top five at plus 600, which is even crazier. Even crazier, he only has to get in the top five for you. Rhodes is the top three bet at plus 600. So uh, you're getting both these guys in 600, top three on Rhodes, top five on Stuart Friesen. Um, and I just made the case for him to finish top three, and all he has to do is finish top five. So I like this one even more now that I've talked myself into the top three side of things. So um, I think they, these are both good longer shot bets to take, right? Obviously, they've got less of a chance, but I think that these guys can put themselves in position. We know they're capable of having the type of day that can allow them to, to score these. Maybe they double dip. Rhodes gets in the top three. Freezing gets in the top five. We have ourselves a Sunday. Hell yeah. And then, of course, Sanchez finishes in second, so it doesn't really matter if it <laughs> uh, if Ben Rhodes finishes in a top three position. So there we all go. win on that one. Uh, all right. I am going to already go into uh, winning car or winning truck number mode right now. Pull, pulling it out early. Pulling it out early. I Honestly, you have like a, a packed sheet in there, so there wasn't a whole lot of places for me to go. I, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to be honest with you. No, it's okay. I'm going to, I did not necessarily like the odds. I know you tend, you liked yeah. the odds this I week. Stuffed, I stuffed it this week. I grabbed some extra spots in there. <laughs> yeah, I did not. I did not like them so much. So I went into winning truck mode early. Um, and I've got winning truck number as odd in this one. And that's at plus 100. So pretty much even money for odds. And look, you've got guys like Corey Heim in this mix. You get guys like Christian Eckes in this mix. You get guys like Grant Enfinger in this mix. Uh, you even get Ben Rhodes in this mix, right? So there's a lot of, of good trucks in this mix that you get. Now, granted, you get William Sawalich as well. You get Derek Krause. Uh, you get Colby Howard. Like You get some of the ones. You can even get Haley Deegan in there if she decides to, to learn how to uh, drive this truck. And then Taylor Gray is another one that's in there. Um there's a lot of good trucks. Matt Benedetto, even we we don't necessarily talk. We didn't talk much about Matt Benedetto this week, but uh, I will say that you know he knows how to drive. He's been he's been sneaky decent over the last few weeks. I'm, I I think that's a nice way to say he's been driving better than a lot of us expected him to. So even if he decides to accidentally win this race, you get him as well. You're not betting on his outright. That'd be crazy. But if he wins this race, then you've got yourself. A nice little double up on this. So give me winning truck number odd at plus 100. Like I said, it's a lot of good trucks in there and it hedges you just in case you miss anybody, anybody else. Yeah, I like it. You get, you get some very sadly, 
I'm glad this bet includes uh, Corey Heim because, spoiler alert, for possibly the first time this season, Corey Heim has not made my card. It makes me very sad. I want to cry. <laughs> but his odds suck this week, and he's not. this style of track has not been his strong suit. I don't think it's a Corey Heim week this week. Don't worry, we're going to Kansas in a couple weeks. I'll be back on the train when we get there. Um, but next up for me, Rod, I'm going to go. There's one group available on Caesars. We determined earlier you're not good at math. Caesars not good at the alphabet. There's one group available. Of course, it's group F because this is apparently their alphabet starts with F for whatever <laughs> said reason. I don't understand it. I don't really care. This is uh, the group of three mats and a tailor. It's Matt Mills. Matt Crafton, Matt DiBenedetto, and Taylor Gray involved in this group. Matt Mills actually the longest shot in here, uh, second to the longest shot, I guess, at plus 230. Um, he's back in that 51 Kyle Busch truck. I hated on Matt Mills a couple of weeks ago when he was in that truck. He made me eat my words, and now he's convinced me to actually lay a bet on him. I know that Matt Crafton has experience here. That was back in the day. Matt Crafton, not necessarily the driver he used to be, and he didn't even finish that good in that race anyways, so we're going to count that against him anyways. Benedetto, he's had his ups and downs, right? It's You can get it done, yes. Not always. I don't super as much love it. Uh, and Taylor Gray, you know, I love him, Rod, but he's also had his ups and downs. Matt Mills trying to make the most of this opportunity. Only gets a couple of chances in this KBM equipment. Made the most of it with the top five finish earlier this season at Richmond. Um, so let's go back and look. Matt Crafton, 15th at Nashville, 25th at Gateway. So his two comparable tracks, not good at all. DiBenedetto, the best of the group outside of these guys, 7th at Nashville, 6th at Gateway, pretty decent finishes. Maybe Mills can sneak just ahead of him. Taylor Gray, 14th and 13th, not great. Um, but Matt Mills beat all three of these guys at Richmond in the one race that he was in the 51 truck. I think he can do it again this week at plus 230. Um, I, I think it's a good number on Matt Mills to beat Matt Crafton, Matt Benedetto, and Taylor Gray. I mean, you just you know what that 51 truck is capable of week after week after week. It, it, I mean, sometimes Except it doesn't Jack matter. It. Yeah, well. <laughs> Jack Wood is horrible. Sorry. Jack that's fair. That's definitely fair. Uh, no, I, I definitely agree with you on that one. Uh, so I will take that. And again, it's, it's kind of hard when you get burned by somebody after you've uh, toasted them. They came back and, and beat you, so you have to kind of join their team again. He, he made me a believer. Now go out there and uh, take care of business, Matt Mills. <laughs> <laughs> and and then the recap show, we're going to be lamenting how much you trusted Matt God Mills. God damn it, I knew this guy sucked. <laughs> so I, That's going to probably be my exact take... words if he doesn't cash. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just clip that part out and be like, all right, here we go. Uh, all right, uh, I'll, I'll continue on my uh, winning truck route, and we'll go with uh, Chevy as the winning manufacturer here. At plus 130, there are 18. No, I'm sorry, there are 19 Chevys in this race. I'm telling you Is right now. Is there that many Chevys in the truck race? 19 Chevys in the truck race. It begins back, with Josh Balicki and the. I take back everything I said about Chevy earlier. I'm telling you, it's 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 uh it right. It starts with the O2 of Balicki and goes all the way down to the 51 of Matt Mills. It's it's insane how many there are. Um, statistically speaking, one of these guys has got to win, right? Uh, you got Christian Eckes, like we talked about, Grant Enfinger, like we talked about uh, in this. You get Carson Hosevar in this mix. Um, you know, you, you get some very, very heavy hitters in this mix as well. So, 
again, this is not a bet that you can make a one-off and, and, and expect to, to win, but it is a good multiplier as you start putting some of these winning truck bets down. Uh, just sort of toss out, like I said, the winning truck odd and the winning truck as a Chevy and sort of multiply your winnings should both of those hit and your outright hit who happens to be a Chevy as well because uh, obviously we, we're going to be picking some Chevys to win this race. Uh, yeah. I, I see Spoiler that. So, alert. Yeah, it's a very three good of way the, to... Three of the four picks we have coming up are all Chevrolets. So obviously we're all in on the, the Chevrolets this week, Rod. Yeah, I think we are all in on the Chevys on this one. So uh, this will be definitely a good way to, like I said, kind of double down on that. And, and look at if an odd Chevy wins, you, my friends, are eating at least uh, maybe not steak full on, but uh, a Slim Jim, if nothing else. So, um, all right. Well, there definitely is going to be somebody winning this race for sure. Uh, and we are going to go ahead and pick who is going to win that race. And uh, I feel like either I'm talking into the ether or I have lost Cody. Oh, there's Cody back again, uh, buying a little bit of time. So, uh, Cody, let, let's, uh, let's pick some people that are going to win this race. Yeah, so you go to the top of the odds board. It's, it's Ty Majeski at plus 240. No, thank you. Hasn't been super great at comparable tracks. We loved him last race, right? We hit him big at IRP. Went all in. That was the week to do it. This is not the week to do it. So we're off of him. Zane Smith, a plus 400 up. Zane Smith just went to the back again, Rod. Not going to bet him a plus 400. Corey Heim, I talked about it. Breaks my heart. Plus 400 as well. So I'm going to go down. Actually, I just found a better line than I had found previously. Give me Carson Hosevar. We've already placed eight other bets on him so far in this show. How can we not take him to the outright? He's not even one of the favorites at the fifth best guy on the odds board. Five to one. I think it's a great price for Carson Hosevar. Um, I laid out, we laid out the case for him earlier, right? He has been killing it lately. He's looked good on the comp tracks. Got to win at Nashville, a very comparable track to this one. Uh, so give me Carson Hosevar to win plus 500. Grand Enfinger talked about it earlier. Maybe this is the, the rally behind GMS, the story GMS, you know, announces they're going away. They come in, they win the race. It's the veteran. It's the guy who's been around a long time. It's Grand Enfinger nine to one. One at Gateway, the other comparable track. Let's 65 laps, a dominant day for him. I think he could do it again here at the Milwaukee Mile. And Stuart Friesen Rod, for all the reasons I talked about before, I talked him up, could be a top three finisher at 50 to one. I know it's been a rough season for Stuart Friesen. I know things haven't gone the way they wanted. I know he didn't make the playoffs. Doesn't mean he can't still win a race. Friesen could come out and have the best truck on the day. They could gamble correctly. They've got nothing to lose now, right? The playoffs are out of the picture. He's just there to show up and win races. 50 to 1. You can't leave Stuart Friesen up. Especially when, like I said earlier, the comp tracks have been there. Third at Gateway. He led 10 laps that day. Last year, fourth at Gateway. Uh, fifth at Nashville. Some great races. He's got some other good finishes this year. A second, a third, a fourth throughout the season needs to uh to fill out the uh the first place spot on that card as well. Maybe he does it this weekend. 50 to 1. Stuart Friesen is too good to pass up on. My favorite Canadian, actually from Canada. I, I definitely can't uh can't go against that. 
Uh, and then again, in full disclosure, like I said, I got to the dock late, but I, I did. I do fully agree with your Carson Hosevar one. That is, we 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 showed all the love this week for Carson Hosevar. Hopefully, he lives up to the hype because I guarantee right now that if he doesn't, we're uh, we're all eating it. But um, I, I definitely love Carson Hosevar. I really love Grant Enfinger, uh, especially at both of their prices. Like you said, these are really good prices for both of these guys, especially Enfinger at nine to one. Um, I do think it's going to be a strong run for him. Um, I honestly, I, I just, I fully believe that that Enfinger or Hosevar are going to win this race. But if that doesn't happen, I give you Grant Enfinger, who as actually, oh, I'm sorry, Christian Eckes. I was going to say, See, this is what, <laughs> I'll give out Grant Enfinger again. Like I said, no, I'll give you Christian Eckes. Christian Eckes started on the pole last week and finished second. He's actually been one of those guys where you, you want, you know, you think about it and you're like, oh yeah, Christian Eckes, right? And then you go, wait, Christian Eckes. And, and you don't know that you know that he's as good as he is, right? He does have two wins on the season already, right? And in the last four races, he has got three top 10 finishes, two top three finishes. He did finish second at Gateway as well, which we talked about is sort of a comp track uh, if you can, if you can end up making it that way, didn't have a good day in Nashville, but again, I'm not going to hold that against him. That's not necessarily a comp comp track, but, um, again, this is the first time around this track. So he's coming off of a, a, a very solid finish last week and he can carry that momentum into this week on this track. He's always been a fast truck, right? And of course, if he wins, that's a Chevy that cashes the Chevy. And if he wins, that's an odd truck. It cashes the odd truck. So it sort of punches all three tickets at once. But again, Christian Eckes, definitely a, a solid uh, race truck driver. And, you know, he won at Darlington. He won in Atlanta. I know Atlanta is a super speedway type of a race, but, uh, you know, it, it's just he's he's proven time and time again that he's a fast truck. He's one of the fastest trucks out there. He's always a threat to win. Um, and at his number at 11 to 1 over on Caesars, for a guy that finished second last week, I will definitely take that. Yeah, no arguments from me here. And again, he's a guy who can just pop up and have great races. He could be the guy with the dominant car on the day. Uh, I think it's a good call. All right. I'm glad I get the Cody validation. I wonder if Herb approved this week. That's, that's something I'm fishing for. Yeah, um, let us know, Herb. Let us know, Herb. Are, you, are we Herb approved this week? Please tell us. Um, all right. Get out your pen and paper. We're about to go over the bets for the uh, Clean Harbors 175 truck race from the Milwaukee Mile, the only circuit not on Daytona this weekend. Cody started you off with Kostin Hosevar as a top three truck at plus 100. I gave you William Sawalich as a top five long shot at plus 350. Cody gave you Carson Hosevar over Sammy, or Sammy Smith, Zane Smith at minus 120 over on Caesars. These drivers, they just all blend together at some point. <laughs> I gave you Carson Osovar as the top Chevy at plus 110. Cody gave you Grant Enfinger as a top five truck at plus 125. I gave you Nick Sanchez over Ben Rhodes at plus 110. Cody gave you Ben Rhodes as a top three truck at six to one. Stuart Friesen as a top five truck at six to one. I said the winning truck would be odd at uh, plus 100. Cody said that Matt Mills was going to win the all-star group of Group F over there on Caesars at plus 230 over Crafton, over Benedetto, over Gray. Uh, and then I gave you Chevy as the winning truck at plus 130. Cody gave you Carson Hosevar at 5-1, to one, Grant Enfinger at 9-1, to one, and Stuart Friesen at 50-1 to one as the winner of this race. 
I gave you Christian Eckes as 11 to 1 to win this race. Cody, Sunday night, buddy. We got to wait a little longer for this one, but it's definitely going to be worth the wait. Yeah, again, like I mentioned before, I like it. I, I like this uh, this little change up, putting the Truck Series guys. Uh, and it's Sunday, eh, 3 o'clock Central Time. So, yeah, we're kind of midday. Midday, it's uh, it's good. Got some IndyCar. You'll wake up with F1. Got some IndyCar. We're already going to know the NASCAR Cup Series playoffs are going to be set. We're going to be talking about that. Then we get the Truck Series in the afternoon. A track we haven't been to since 2009. Oh, it's great. I love everything about it. It'll be the the calm that brings us back down after two chaotic Daytona races. It's exciting. Let's go, Rod. I'm, I'm pumped for this one. Let's go indeed. Uh, all right. Well, then let's go. Let's go and let everybody uh, set their cards and uh, and have some fun with this. Of course, this is the last betting episode of the week. We'll hit you up with DFS to end it. Of course, uh, you know, like Cody will remind you, check out all of our other shows that are out there too. Full weekend of racing to go. So, uh, Cody, as we wind down this episode, let everyone know about all the pertinent details on where to find you and all the rest of everything we got going on. Yep. Follow me on X at Husker underscore Z. You can find all my work over there on if stuff going on. Check it out. At NASCAR Gambling on X. And follow us on YouTube as well. Make sure you click the bell. We go live every once in a while when Corey LaJoy wins on uh, Saturday night. We'll be live after that, too. I'm telling you, it's, <laughs> we'll be live. There'll be banners flying all over the place. Cody will have a suck it. Everybody that that, uh, that doubted him poster in the back. It'll be a lot of fun. So, uh, yes, follow me on Twitter at RJVagomez. Link in the bottom. Everything I got going on, whether it's here, whether it is the in-between media, uh, the back road kicking off, catch Seth and Elliot out there uh, on the back road on uh, Thursday. or They got it up on their YouTube already, so check that out as well. <sighs> Lots of stuff going on. Just find it all right there. Link in the bio on Twitter. Uh, we'll see you tomorrow for some DFS action. Till then, everyone, let's go racing and let it ride.